This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Here on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast, we feature folks who make the world a better place through their contributions to it. And today we have somebody who I recently encountered out and about in the social media space who I've had the opportunity to have a few conversations with. I've seen him in a couple of other platforms and I was so happy we were able to book him and get him here. His name's Mark Newsom, and he's known as Mr. Marketing. We're going to let him tell you most of what he's up to, but I can just tell you very quickly that he's a cash flow generation specialist who can have this powerful gift of strategically maximizing once considered completely dead end or grossly underutilized non-traditional assets and or resources. And by randomly picking a piece of his bio to read off, basically what I do is what's known in neuro-linguistic programming is opening a loop. You wonder what that means. So let's get started. Mark Newsom, welcome aboard. Great to have you. Uh, the pleasure's all mine, my friend. Thank you for inviting me and allowing me to be your guest. First question, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? I'm, the, the, without putting everybody to sleep, Adam, I'm going to give you the short, condensed version. I think and I hope what I'm bringing to the table is after our encounters, you're small business owner, entrepreneur, service provider, you're going to know specifically what steps you can and must take to stop working incredibly hard in your business and service to working incredibly hard and smart on your business and service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm familiar with the difference between in and on. So what is it that you actually do? I read off that little random snippet, but bring it together for us. Okay, excellent question. Think of it this way. Everybody, you mean, no matter where you're at in the spectrum of success or not so successful, you've got assets and resources that you think probably if you utilize them one time, they're dead. Or you're saying, well, what's that? That's not going to do anything. When in reality, that could be the springboard that opens the door to some new possibilities. So what I try to do is shift their perspective like you do, Adam, and show them that, hey, you don't need more of this 
What you need to do is get more out of what you already have and what you're going to have in the future. That's called leverage. And that's what I try. That's what I think is one of my specialties. Absolutely. And you're right. What I encourage folks to do is look at some of the small changes in language. It can be get a big difference. What are some of the frequently asked questions, the most common questions people in general have when asking you about what you do? And I uh, hear you kind of chomping at the bit on this one. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's so funny. It's like, you, you know, like you sort of say, it's sort of like a standard thing, first thing. They want to know, obviously, hey, how can I get more business? But what they really are asking us, Adam, is for less money and effort. Okay, fine. The next thing they want to know is, how can they get more leverage out of what they're already doing? And so I suggest, like you would suggest, hey, let's find out what's working first. Once we know what's working, let's enhance it. And they're thinking, well, how can you do this? And here's a big one, Adam. They always want to know, Mark, how can I get more referrals? And what I'm finding is it's not that they, they don't have the opportunity to generate referrals. It's their approach that's really kind of hindering their progress. So what I try to show them how to do is, like you said, a couple of little tweaks and now the drawing and generating the referrals is almost uh, a given. So that's what I try to help them do. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? Ooh, I wish they would ask. That's an excellent question, by the way. I wish they would ask me, uh, Mark, how can I take what I already have and be more successful with it? Now, and Mark, how can I take my current budget and maximize. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, Adam and I need you to go Google or YouTube the concept total lifetime customer value. We don't have time to get into it today. Ask your friend at Google or YouTube. But the point is, once you let me let me say it out loud for our listeners. Okay. Total lifetime customer value is the search term. Absolutely. Or go something ahead. along those lines. And thank you, Adam. And what you're going to find is, let me give you an example. Just because you have $500 doesn't mean you have to invest $500. What if you could take $190 and get the same customer or client and get the same back end? That's called leverage. You'd be getting more mm -hmm. for less. And it's not, don't misunderstand what Adam is saying. We're not telling you to discount quality. We're just saying you don't have to go out here and spend retail to get the same results. Right, right. Right? Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, I've heard about the uh, the continuum between working hard, working smart, and working right. And I think it's yeah. the same with investments. Uh, you can invest smart and you can also invest right. Right. That's a great point. Yeah. So the next question, and this is where we get to have a little bit of fun. Okay. And we're going to shift gears for a minute Excellent. and share, uh, share a few things that help our listeners get to know Mr. Marketing, Mark Newsom, better. Okay. First of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? That's an excellent question. Believe it or not, Adam, I like to geek out on financial information, like the Rule of 72, the Rule of 64. Most people haven't heard of the Rule of 64. You know, they think, sure when, you say, no, it, they think when you say this, oh, you mean the Rule of 72, Mark? No, I know the Rule of 72. Like, the Rule of 64 is a financial term. So like I said, it'll geek you out if you go Google it. But the point is the basics about understanding 
basic financial markets and how they work. Like, for instance, one of the things people don't understand, I hope I got time to give this quick analogy. Let's say Adam owns a restaurant. He's got three full-time dishwashers. Uh-huh. One day, a salesman comes along and says, Adam, I got a machine. They're washing dishes. You can lay off two of those people. The one person just loads the dishwasher now. You never have to pay uh, benefits. You don't have to pay retirement. You don't have to do vacation. And Adam says, wow, really? He says, how much is this thing? Is it $2,500? And then you pay a monthly maintenance fee. Well, when Adam lays off, unfortunately, those two workers, you know what the outside world thinks? He's going out of business. He laid off two people. It's not true. What he's done is found a way to be as successful or more successful for less money. If his company was public, Wall Street is on his stock yesterday. That's leverage. That's the kind of stuff people don't understand the financial world. Yeah. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I hope they will say this guy gives 110% for his paying customer and clients, but he also gives 100% for his prospects. Because the bottom line is, I've heard you say out of many times, it's about giving the right way. And when you do that, that mushroom of positivity, it just explodes exponentially, ladies and gentlemen. It does. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I have said that more than once. <laughs> if you could go if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? Oh, boy. This is an easy one, ladies and gentlemen. Get out of your own way. What are you saying, Mark? Hire the experts like my friend here, Adam Holmey, who've been there and done that. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to start at the top with the guru and guru X who get, you know, a bazillion dollars. Just get that man or woman who's just ahead of you at that next level and just keep scaling up. In fact, Adam, I was told a story about one of my coaches and mentors. Imagine a mountain climber. Adam's at the top of the mountain. He's waving us. Come on, you guys. Get up here. And you get about a quarter up the hill and you realize, man, I still got 75% to go. But when you look behind you, there are men and women at the bottom of that hill saying, hey, how did you get there? That's your market, friends. They need your help. So it's not about where you are per se. It's about understanding the value you bring to the table and start providing it. Being a coach and being a trailblazer means you only really need to be one step ahead. Hello. Yeah. By natural progression, you can expect that every time you take a step ahead, the person behind you will follow. We we travel in caravans. That was been my experience. Point. Yeah. I like that. I got that one. I'm going to take that one, yeah. uh, Coach. <laughs> not, not trademark. Go for it. So <laughs> what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what question would you have for them if you had the opportunity? I'm going to reach out to my friend here, Adam, and I'm going to say, if he can get me just five minutes with Marcus Lemonis, quote, unquote, the prophet, I'd love mm-hmm. to ask him, Marcus what question or questions have you found over the years allow you to really go deep and engage and find out what it is the people you're servicing really want and share with <laughs> That's an interesting one. You know, you know, what I've learned in not only marketing, but also sales, persuasion, influence is there are essentially three different things or three different energies. There's what people say they want. There's what people say they need, 
and there's what actually gets them to respond in a way that leads to a buying decision. Yes. Three different three different things. Three and the things. and the want and the need answers could be socially programmed. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Uh-huh. That's a great insight. If I if uh, for, if the way I like to explain this is through the metaphor of do you have a friend, uh, regardless if it's male, female, or what have you, but do you have a friend somewhere where it seems like all they ever do is complain about that lying, cheating, loser jerk <laughs> in their life, but they keep going back to that person day after day, night after night. Their so-called Prince Charming or Princess Charming is already in their circle, and this and this charming individual who is their dream person checks off all 20 of the boxes. But if you say, Hey, well, you know, you're constantly complaining about the lying, cheating loser jerk. Well, Prince charming is right here. And she says, Oh yeah, but eh, he's, he's just a friend, but let me tell you about the lying, cheating loser jerk (laughs) and what that bastard did last night. Yeah. That right there is the difference between what people say they want, what people say they need, versus what they respond to. That is an awesome analogy. I so I, I urge my followers, my viewers, and readers of my book, Groundhog Day is an Event, Not a Business Strategy, where the analogy is explained in detail, to be the lying, cheating, loser, jerk, but do it for good. <laughs> the lying, cheating, loser, jerk understands what it is that gets people to take action that motivates them toward a decision. That's awesome. It's, it's different than what we're taught is the way of the world, but it's how people really function. Excellent. So what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Excellent question. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not, if it's going to rain The question is when it does, how do you and I respond to it? So, Uh What I realize is no matter what the situation is, there's people behind you and I who really need help. They Uh really want help. And as he said, the thing you and I have to do is realize no matter what's going on with us, there's opportunity all around us Uh to be of service. If you put the service first. You won't have the worries about all the other stuff. So what I realize is when those inevitable times come, because nobody's 100% positive all the time, I certainly am not. But what I realize is this is a temporary little blip in the road, Mark. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye on the prize. And that's what I try to do. It's that type of perception is not something I feel that people are necessarily born with. And part of how they're educated and socialized contradicts that. It, I mean, think about what teachers and parents and how they re- relate to children and how many mountains they make out of molehills. Mm. So by the time you become an adult and you have a job, you're starting a business, so you have your own family, you have your own uh, significant other, spouse, life partner, children you may find yourself making a much bigger deal out of things than they really are. So we have a Absolutely. couple minutes. We have a couple Absolutely. extra minutes here. I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you if you've heard about the parable of the roast in the pan. I have not. Share it. Please. Okay. 
Okay, man noticed that his wife cut off the ends of the roast before she put it in the pan. He wanted to know why, and she said, well, my mom always cut off the ends of the roast, and she said it makes it juicier and gives it more flavor, so that's what we've always done. Well, mother-in-law's still around. A couple weeks later, he sees a mother-in-law, and he says, hey, my wife told me that you told her that you guys have always cut off the ends of the roast when you put it in the pan to, to, to cook it. And she said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It adds flavor, and it makes it juicier. It makes it more tender. That's what I taught her. And that's what my mom taught me. Well, son of a gun, the grandmother-in-law is still alive. So took, a, took to, like, Thanksgiving. But he had an opportunity to ask his grandmother-in-law about this cutting off the ends of the roast before putting it in the pan. And he said that his wife and his mother-in-law had both told him that she had said it makes the roast juicier and gives it more flavor. And the grandmother-in-law said, during the Great Depression, we couldn't afford a bigger pan. I didn't want the kids to know how poor we were. Wow. Wow. Point being, so many rules, regulations, ways of doing things are permanent, and I will say it overreactions to what you refer to as small blips on the radar. Mm. That's awesome. And we may find that long ago, the reasons for these things being in place have been forgotten. So what I urge people to do is look at what you're doing during the day and your work and your entrepreneurship, your personal life, your activities, your hobbies, and ask this question over and over again. What would happen if we didn't do this at all? That will surface your high-value activities, Mm. your medium-value activities, your low-value activities, and the activities that shouldn't even be there. So So it's not a matter of being skeptical in the sense of, well, we shouldn't really be doing anything, and we're just going to question everything. It's a matter of looking at it again and saying, does this need to be here? If we have a five-step process where it's A, B, C, D, and E, do we really need B and D? Maybe it's A, C, E. Ace. Or maybe we just go straight from A to E. A. Well, if I could, my friend, I would like to piggyback off of that. Ladies and gentlemen, and women say this, the reason why this story works out like this is because it's two men. Two guys are driving across the desert, <clears throat> excuse me, on the hottest day of the year. They have no air conditioning. One guy finding frustration rolls down the window. The guy sitting in the passenger seat. And even though it's nothing but hot air blowing into his face, he looks out over the horizon. He says to his buddy, man, look at all this cactus. Ladies and gentlemen, what did, what did the other guy, Adam, the driver, say? Las Vegas. So I'm saying that to share with you this. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes without the right vision or the right perspective, it's almost impossible to see opportunity, even when it's right in front of you. You're right. So as we go into uh, go into wrapping up here, we have two more questions for you here. Ooh, okay. So number nine and number 10. Number nine, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? The bottom line is knowing there are others like I said, the mountaintop, Adam's up at the top. I'm a quarter up, but the people behind me can need, they need help because they don't know. How did you get there? What did you do? What's your mindset? Do I need any special equipment? You can provide all of those answers through service, ladies and gentlemen. 
Absolutely. So I know you have a real special gift for our listeners, and I'm going to share that on your behalf. Thank you. What I'm going to ask, but before I do that, I'm going to ask you in general, what is one action that you would recommend that our listeners take as soon as they finish streaming this episode within the next minute or two? Ladies and gentlemen, as Adam has said, I've heard him say it, you've heard him say it. That gray matter located between your left and right ear, if you can learn to adjust that to possibility thinking, mm-hmm. you're going to find that there's, like for instance, most of you have never heard of Mark Newsom, quote unquote, Mr. Marketing. But look at me, I'm here on Adam's awesome podcast. That's what possibility thinking can do. So shift your thinking. As he said, stop saying, you know, I can't. In fact, Adam, I heard a coach, a track coach, who said the reason why they won five state championships in 11 years is because he told every student he recruited, you can run for me, son, but you got to eliminate one word from your vocabulary. Can't. Stop convincing yourself what you can't do. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. So here is the gift. Uh, For those of you who are watching this on the YouTube channel, you're going to see it now. For everybody else, I'm going to read off the URL one time. www.youcanmarketonlinenow.com forward slash sales. You know what? Let's do it a second time. www.youcanmarketonlinenow.com forward slash sales. If you're on our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com on the post for this episode, look down. You'll see the link. And what you are going to get when you check this out right now, is a free nine-page special report, which is about how to use low-cost, high-prof, excuse me, low-cost, high-powered, profit-producing back-ending to create a ton of new business. It's a very interesting concept. I encourage you to check it out. Plus, you're going to get the free 22-part Small Business Mastery Series, the 22-part Sequential Follow-Up Series, Overall, a $97 value, yours free when you visit that link. And with that, Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Likewise, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.